Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. All right, guys, we're back in Texas for another uh, podcast with a few points from Perfect, and I've switched. Uh, it's, it's been a rotating table today. Right. So we got uh, Jeff with Muddy Feet Concrete Pumping. <clears throat> First off, thanks for having us in Texas. Man, it's great to have y'all here. Now, uh, could you turn the heat up, please? Well, eventually. <laughs> I'll wait till we, we have some time when we're not having to All I heard about this last two weeks is we're going to Texas. It's winter back home. We're going right. to Texas. It's going to be nice. We're going to take shorts. We're going to... It looked great until about seven days ago. Yeah. And then the, the, the Weather Channel app started turning. I'm going, yeah. uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. So we, uh, we left about 40-degree weather to drive uh, 600 miles south to pump concrete in 30-degree weather. Right. And that's Texas for you. And I'm pretty sure, I'll give you credit on one thing. I think your 30 is colder than our 30 back home. Well, when you throw in the humidity, <laughs> it, it, it just it changes temperatures. I mean, yeah. whether it's 98 degrees and 80% humidity or it's 35 degrees and 80% humidity, right. it, just, it amplifies everything. I was making fun of all the Texas folks down here in their big old heavy coats in this 40-degree weather. I'm like, sissies. And then yeah. I was the one out there freezing my butt off. <laughs> the, the, I'm telling you, the coldest I've ever been was... Uh, probably 45 degrees and not much not not a lot of layers on. right right and, and yeah. i'm just like going i'm about to freeze whenever you underestimate the coldness exactly so exactly all right so just uh, kind of starting off a little bit uh, this is our first time meeting in person sure uh hung out a little bit last night some today on the job site so i personally don't even know a whole lot about you i know the basics of your story right so um who, who is jeff and how jeff come to be and how jeff end up where he is today well and that's a, a big answer right and you <laughs> and you can go as far back or, or start as far forward as you want but uh, i guess the first question is did you grow up in this area we did or i did i grew up oh 60 miles 65 miles to the and, and this area would be the greater dallas fort worth area right and we were on the far far outskirts of north Carolina, texas right so you know it's an hour and a half to get to dallas proper an hour and 15 minutes to get to denton to where i reside now gotcha um but yeah i mean you know when you live in a small town of 2500 people you know going to town is coming to denton or wichita falls right you know it's not going to no corner right so right. you know if you want to go clothes shopping and all that stuff there are some some stuff there but to you know to get some some deep nice stuff or a pair of levi's right then you went to town right yeah <laughs> and, and that, it's it's so funny because even back home we, we see the same thing we're going to town and you you make a list and you go to town you right. know once or twice a week and and that's it you no know grocery store <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> and what you know what got me to den here is I'm, i married a girl from gainesville she she liked to have the the closeness of the stores the target right like that well so your son would say she likes to spend money or your money because that's the way my wife is. you know i don't have to worry about uh getting too much in an account <laughs> <laughs> see the problem is i'm like all right we live out in town she can't spend my money and okay. then and then amazon come around well and you know it wasn't too, a couple of videos ago i was sitting there and i was thinking to myself i got an alert that your ship your package has been shipped <laughs> what in the hell have i ordered now <laughs> <laughs> I know, about uh, 
two about I don't know. It's probably about a year ago now. We got to join Amazon account. Now I get all the emails. Oh no, oh, well, we got a problem. Yeah, no, and, and, and that's something I learned right off the bat. And I had I had some some good guys that give me some great advice. And one of them is separate accounts. Yeah, do not do joint accounts. And you know, because she hides her little stuff over here, I hide my little stuff over here, and we're happy. Yeah, hey, what it's whatever works works. Exactly, so. exactly. So, so we're in. Uh, so now you're in. I guess um, you graduated high school. Did you go any farther in education than? No, uh, some trade schools I went to, um, but you know the best schooling I got was either in FFA mm -hmm. in high school. We had an ag teacher who was awesome right. at showing life skills. Right. Uh, some of the stuff I learned there I still use today. Right. And then uh, I went to work out of high school, uh, and you'll see Matt in some of my videos, some pumping videos, and some of the Muddy Feet TV videos uh, for Matt's dad, who uh, who was. A jack of all trades and master of quite a few. Gotcha. Uh, doing construction around Nocona, the St. Joe Monster area. Now, is this like home construction, commercial construction, road construction? When you're in a small town, it's everything. It's a little bit of everything. You know, we went, one day we may have a tar pot fired up and be on top of a roof, hot mopping one end. Uh, the next day, we may be, you know, laying bricks. I'm mixing mortar and all this stuff. And then Two days later, we're helping this old German man up in Munster pouring house slabs. Gotcha. I mean, you just, you never, you had an idea what to so do. So construction was construction. It, it, it didn't matter. Did everything. You know, there's, you know, when, you know now there's, tra you know, obviously there's trades. There's always been trades. But when you're in a small town, if you want to stay busy. That was a Pepsi, by the way. Right. It was a blue can, though. <laughs> <laughs> you want to stay busy, then, you know, you, you learn everything. Right. And you do it, you know. So we, we learned everything. Matt and I seem to be more drawn towards the concrete. Okay. We like the pace. So, so out, out of high school, you kind of went and started in construction? Right. Now, was that like, I mean, did, I mean, so like I said, I don't know you. So like in high school, was that what you thought? Hey, I'm going to go in the construction field, or did you strive to be something else? No. I was going to get my certifications in, in these trades, and I'm, I'm gone. So you're ready for the trades? Going to the trades. That was, that was your plan? Yep. Yep. Just going to do that. <clears throat> and take care of things and that was it i would never you know yeah i needed some part-time work because right. my mom gave me a choice she got tired of me staying in bed up until nine o'clock in the morning so she's like well if you're going to be at the house and not work then there's flower beds that need to be cleaned out yard needs to be mowed and all this earn your key exactly well i i didn't mind mowing flower beds i couldn't stand and i, I knew of matt but i'd never really visited with him met him formally and just right. talked and a friend of mine introduced me to Matt. I said, hey, you need to talk to Matt if you want a job. But, you know, they're usually hiring somebody. So I talked to Matt, and I honestly said, I'll kiss your feet if I can get a job. <laughs> to keep me out of those damn flower beds. So and it just took from there. <laughs> gotcha. So um, you're, I guess you're out of high school now, or are you? have you met your wife at this point? Oh, absolutely not. Okay. So you're, absolutely so not. So you're, you're late teenage years, you're uh, cleaning just, out Just flyers. young and dumb and just, you know, money's, you know, what money we made. No responsibility. Got, got paid Friday. It's probably gone Tuesday. <laughs> just enough to buy a burrito at RV's and things like and a Dr. Pepper to get you through till Friday. Gotcha. You know, that's, that's how it was, you know. I want, you know, I made, I made my own pickup payment, right. things like that. And I did put a little money back because I knew I was going to need some while I was at school. Uh, my parents helped me through school, but, you know, they, they wanted me to, to do something too. Right, right. So I put money back for a little bit for that. But for most part, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm wild and free. So you're, uh, I guess you're working with Matt now. So this is, is this a full time construction job? Yes, it was a full time deal. I'm, it, you know, I'm the, I'm the helper. Right. But you know, 
you can either be a helper or you can start learning. Right. At the probably the first year and a half, I was a helper. Okay. Sometime during the, that first year and a half, I did go to a trade school for a few months. I came back, realized it was harder than I thought to get a job. So at that point, I'm still working, but you know, you make so you're what, maturing uh, a little bit. This would be the early 2000s. No, this would be 90 late 90s. Uh, I graduated 93, 93. Okay. So we're talking about 94, 95, 96 and that. Yeah, which is a totally different uh, environment we live in today where it's hard to find help. Back then, help was plentiful. Yes, yes. And, so you, you had know, to do something to stand out. Right, right. So, you know, probably around 95, 96, I realized uh, this is, this. I may need to pay attention here. And I started, you know. I mean, I could finish concrete at the time. I knew how to, you know, obviously I can run a shovel. We were digging right. a lot of footings and rebar and all that. So, so, but, you know, learning really the trade, how to finish concrete, you know, how, how do you figure these jobs? You know, the, the square foot, you know, what does sand cost? What does rebar cost? Concrete, you know, and then labor, putting things together as a business. Well, that's, that's a good point because there's so much more to a business or a job site than what meets the eye. Oh, absolutely. And a lot of times doing the work is the easy part. Yes, you know? it, it is. It is. But, you know, we, I started putting that together mentally of what I needed to learn and what was going on. Uh, Making I, notes in your, in your head. Yeah. And, and, and the thing was, when, when I knew Jay was, was a bricklayer, I was thinking, cool, we're going to brick a house. I've never bricked a house. That'd be awesome. Within a day and a half, I'm going, I hope I don't see another damn brick in my life. <laughs> No, I've been <laughs> on, down that road. On my end, it was horrible. Yeah. Because I've got Jay, who's the, who's the, the bricklayer. Matt is the bricklayer's helper. Right. And then, so I'm the little guy. You're the, the ground. Yeah. It's going mixing mud. And they're going mud. And they won't get mud. And then they go, any bricks? So I got the brick, the little brick dolly. And I'm bringing brick. I'm going, oh, well, I need a helper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm the helper. <laughs> and you're always the guy they're waiting on. They're not happy about exactly. it. Exactly. And the job they we did, they. I'm not going to say pick, but we, we did. Well, it was one of those that these people had to have black dye mortar. Oh, so there's so a whole other step. You throw, you see, you're mixing mud. You're sitting there, and you're mixing up, getting it good, and you're getting the consistency you want, and you grab this little, little bag about this big. Yep. And, it's, and it's windy this day, yep. obviously. And you're on the side that the wind's blowing towards. <laughs> so you, you rip open this bag of black dye, dump it, shaking it all in, dump it. Wearing half of it. Yeah, you do. You come home and you, you see the whites of your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> and your clothes are trashed, you're trashed. And well, you know, the, the obvious solution is you just stand up wind. It would be, but the, it's the not machine that jumped towards yeah. the, 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 this way. And, you know, I, just I guess want, if I had I any just sense. wanted to be a YouTube commenter for a second, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> I guess if I had any sense, I would have just grabbed the tongue of the, of, of the mortar mixture and spun it around. But that just didn't seem like an option at the time. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> but, yeah, that was great. And we went from that to I, I finally landed a job Okay. that I needed. Gotcha. World's perfect. I'm going to make all this money, don't need to do anything else. Gotcha. So you got so, the world by the tail at this it's point. It's awesome. I'm single. I've got the job I've always wanted, and I'm rocking along. Well, I've got some, with the job, I get some time off. So I'm sitting there, and I'm, all my buddies are working. Whenever I get time off, I'm dangerous. Well, that's the problem. You know, you, you get a little money, and the academies are popping up everywhere, and they're running sales on these guns and these shells and <laughs> everything else. And next thing I'm going, daggum. I need to make some more money. I want this four wheeler over here. <laughs> and what was natural to me, and, and actually, I, I'm, and you can ask my wife now, 
I'm not one to be able to just sit still for right. a couple of days. You know, if it's raining outside, I'm oh, pacing. I, I, yeah, I, I get that 100%. My wife has said the same thing about me. I That's why it's hard for me to do family vacation. They want to go sit on the beach and stare at the water. I can't do it. I'm sitting there thinking about all the things I need to be doing, could be doing, baking like a lobster. <laughs> it's like, you call this fun? Yeah. I, I, I hate to say it. I love spending time with my family, but I'd almost rather be working. Well, you left the heat in the sand yeah. to go to the heat in yeah. the sand. It's <laughs> Only thing is, you're not sitting in the sand in the back of your dump truck. No. You're, you're yeah. sitting on the beach. <laughs> yeah, and my shovel's plastic instead of steel. But Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I get it with that, but... But no, I mean, I'm sitting here with all this, you know, time ahead. I got to do something. So, you, so basically, you got a job with like a swing shift. So you work so many days, you're sure. off so many days. So sure. you got you got time to kill. Right. It's not just the weekend. And and nobody to kill it with. Right. Now the weekends are great. Right. But as far as during the week, so uh, Mass had asked me, say, hey, we got some slabs. You know, will you come help us finish? Okay, yeah, I love. Which is the concrete. guy you're working construction with before? Right. So I I would I. I ease myself back in and started pouring concrete with them. I wouldn't really go to the setups and stuff like that. I just, they you show up on pour day, do I'd your thing, pour, do my thing and, and be done. And then, uh, next thing, you know, I bought my own trial machine, bought my own tools. You know, I can, now I can go up a little about 50 more bucks in a day. I was doing it for like 150 bucks. I could show up and finish concrete and go home. Right. Well, now that I got my own tools. I can charge another 50 bucks. Okay. So I started doing that. And then Matt and I, and another guy ended up, thinking that we could do things better. Gotcha. And which we, is the, which I think is the, the mindset of every good business owner. Right. And we just, you know, we're thinking, we're, we're just getting a different mindset than what, what Jay had going on. Now, at, at this time, these these pads, are these a lot of house pads? Are you still doing commercial work and street work and a little bit of everything? Or It's it's mainly just just house slabs, you know, flat work and, and things I, like just that. Just to throw this in there a little bit, you know, where I come from, uh, southern Indiana, slab houses are around, uh, but they're not the norm. I mean, right. down here, that that's what it is. Right. We don't, we, we don't have the... The temperatures y'all have, I guess, the frost lines and things right. like that. Um, and your and your ground's a lot different. It is our our groundwater's a lot shallower. Right. So you don't see it very seldom. You see basements. Well, and it's and it's even flatter down here. So it's not like you can naturally drain a basement out sure. somewhere. You're pumping everything, yeah. and, and you're fighting a high water table. So exactly, it's uh, it's just not a as feasible foundation. So, you know what what y'all would have, and and I'm just throwing it 2,400 square feet. It might be in two stories or right. with all that. Well, 2,400 square feet here is just flat out, flat out, right. single story, all that. So, but yeah, we just, we kind of broke off gotcha. from Jay. Um, and this is around the 2000s era. So you're, you're working your, your full-time job. Full-time job. You're working with Matt. That's his name. Now right? I entered this partnership. Okay, and, and I and got to laughing about Wade the other day. I was watching y'all's podcast with Wade talking about these ships that sink. Yeah. <laughs> and one of them being a partnership. Yeah. But, you know, you could really go. You never go, would tell me what the other one is. I'm assuming it's just the ship. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking it's the submarine. I don't know. <laughs> but, you know. I was afraid to ask Wade because we'd be sidetracked for 20 minutes. Well, and I, and I think you could probably just go to Matt and Willis. And, and I also. Us three, would, I think we would have the same answer. Is it worked? We made it work. Right. Um, a lot because we had to. Uh, yeah, I had you, no family. I had no wife. I had nothing. 
Matt's got a wife and a couple of kids. Willis has got a wife and three kids. So this is a three-way partnership. It's a three-way partnership. And and we call him Willis Mike. He is, I'm guessing, 10 years older than, than me. Uh, I'm the youngest of the three. Matt's just a year or so older than me. So, you know, Willis is the older one. So we've got the old wise one over here. Right. And you got Matt who is just, at the time, just hell on wheels. Right. You know, he's bidding – my way, the highway, just, I mean, just a, just hard nose. And, and he was the right man for that job. Uh, me, I, I was more kind of with the crew, kind of doing my thing. Doing logistics and, and getting the, and getting the job now, done. But we all worked. I mean, we all three, you know, was on a shovel, time rebar. We always kept a couple of guys who were out of high school, didn't have anything right. to do. Right. always help. had that. Right. But, you know, everybody's pretty was pretty equal on, on the – work but i was still going to go do this other job and then i'd come back and i would just do my best to pull my weight while i was there or it may be a saturday they don't want to work right we got a job site needs to be cleaned up i was like you know what guys i work i was make up for lost time yeah i'll I'll go i'll take care of saturday you know y'all work all this week i'll go handle that and i would go do that yeah um what you haven't heard this podcast at this point but um i was in a partnership in the business in the construction industry for a little over 10 years. And we had, a, we did a very in-depth podcast with uh, my business partner and we talked, it, it was a lot the same, you know, we're still good friends today and it worked, but that's about where the success ended. You know what I mean? Right, it, right. Uh, it's, it's difficult. I'm not, I wouldn't discourage anybody from doing it, but it's just like uh, anything new in the beginning. It's new, exciting. And you're going to, you have the world by, you know, you're going to be rich yeah. and then reality kicks in. And well, and I, I seem, and I and it might have been a maturity thing looking back, but I seemed to want wanted to do something with our money that was sitting there. Right. Mike was the one that would say, "No, we can't spend that. It may rain one day." Right. You know, but I'm going, man. Land is cheap right now. Cattle. Let's let's diverse this stuff. Let's get it. You know, let's get some other stuff yep. going with our money. And uh, and and he held tight to his guns. I didn't buck him. I, I just left it alone. And, uh, and, and, you know, to this day, I, you know, I don't know if either one of us had the, had the wrong answer, right, right. but I just wanted to see something with our money being done besides just sitting in an account right. waiting for a rain. And, and ultimately that's not your decision. It's just partially your decision. Yes. So you're, you're a business owner, but you're still being led around a little bit. Right, right, right. And it got to, it got to a point that where what I was calling my full-time job was taking away from me and the partnership. Gotcha. Uh, either I was tired when I, when I was at work the next day with them. I just couldn't give the effort that I needed to be given, things like that. And I, I kind of sensed it might have been stressing the relationship some. Right. And at some point, I, it, I think, I'm pretty sure it was mutual, but I, we just said, you know what, I'm, I'm backing out. I think that's an important point to bring up that to, to pull the plug before it goes, before the ship sinks. Right. You know what because, I mean? Because I still consider, even though I, I haven't seen mike in several years i still consider him a friend but, you, but you, if you him. see him at the grocery store you don't avoid him and go oh, to the next aisle. you not. walk right up to no. him and say hey how you been how, <laughs> yeah. yeah which is yeah. which yeah. is in, uh, a big deal and of course matt and i are around each other a lot still right we still do a lot of things together and still enjoy being around each other a lot so i think that's just called being a, an adult you know being able to make those decisions and, and see the writing on the wall and and doing what's best for you and the business at the right. same time. And I would still go help them pour some stuff if I if I was able to. And there was some stuff they would pat. You know, I was like, look, I still want to do some things. So you know, if y'all get a patio or sidewalk or something that I can do by myself, and y'all don't want to mess with, send it to me. 
So did they basically just buy you out then? Essentially, okay. I, I left. Uh, I left the trial machine and, and, and a few things. They they wrote me a check at the end. I just you know. So they're they're still doing their thing. Jeff's off on his new adventure again. Yep. yep. Gotcha. Still doing the construction stuff, you know. And of course, as I'm doing my own thing, I start you know I start getting into to other stuff that people aren't messing with. Uh, at the time, there wasn't anybody building any metal shops or buildings around there. Okay. All right. So, so I've see seen a need. I see an opportunity. Uh, I can form my own foundations. They'll help me form if I do it, you know. And then I, I've got some other friends now that they can help me erect the buildings and, and that, and we start working with that angle. And it, and it seems to be doing pretty decent. I'm staying busy, staying booked up for, I'm going to say, a two-man crew because by then my, my partner, Andy, comes on. And I say partner, he just he, he was look, just looking for something to do. Gotcha. And we we just went to work together. He had a welder, I had a welder. I mean, we just. So you went from the construction business with three with two partners <clears throat> to a steel business with one partner. It, but I guess Andy and I, it, it really wasn't a party. It was it was me. Gotcha. He he more or less just worked. So he me. was a heavily invested employee. Basically, you gotcha. know. You know, he, he wanted me to be successful because he had something to do, you know. But, you know, it was my so, so name. So he was working for a job. It was my name being thrown out there, gotcha. you know, as far as that went. But, you know, we're sitting there. And he was the guy, whenever you were unavailable due to your other duties, he was able to keep you going. Right, right. Gotcha. And he actually worked at the same place also. Gotcha. <laughs> so we got the same time off together. Gotcha. And he yeah. understood the other lifestyle. Yes. Gotcha. Yes. So we're rocking along there. And Andy's a big guy at this time. I'm talking six four, six five. 370. This is not someone you want 12 foot up on a step ladder. (laughs) (laughs) So you're trying to nicely say he was a great ground guy. Oh my gosh. But as strong as an ox. I mean, so at this time I'm getting married. We're, you know, she's going to move out to the, to the farm. I had a farm out there and all that. Andy's, he ends up breaking up with his high school sweetheart. And, so, he kind of helped put her through law school. Oh, boy. <laughs> she pretty much gets the end of law school. <laughs> and, you know, Andy's not so appealing anymore. <laughs> and so, that that breaks up. And then that's when he basically moved to Nocona. Okay. And, and he, he's got a travel trailer. He brings it out to the farm. He's parked next to the barn dominium that I built we're living in. You know, and we're working together and everything's cool. And then uh, he starts sowing some wild oats. He starts and he starts lifting a lot more weights, and he starts losing some losing some weight, you know. And so, so how how long of time span has uh, transpired? I mean, you guys have been working together for a year, two years, yeah, somewhere yeah, something like that, a okay. couple of years. But well, I, my dad showed me how to play a guitar, and in high school, I was in a couple of bands. And, you know, it was always kind of fun, but nothing serious. And then, well, Andy wanted to learn how to play guitar. So I started showing Andy how to play guitar. And he had a, a decent, raspy kind of voice. So he started he, he started kind of singing. So Andy's singing. All, and I've got my guitar. We're, we're just sitting around basically like if you had one, I had one. We're just sitting around here. And he's singing. I'm not going to sing a bit. And, <laughs> well, I guess somehow his kind of fixing to be XX hears it and she's she basically said oh, i'll kiss your ass on main street if y'all would play a live gig <laughs> and, and and obviously you, you don't know me but you know a lot of people do 
I love challenges. Yeah, I think we're a lot like that. <laughs> There's a lot, a lot like there. I see a challenge, you know. It's a, you know, I don't know about how big Main Street is in Derby. <laughs> it's not real big in Okona, but she didn't specify what town. <laughs> I was getting ready to say that. I didn't say what town. So we pick us up. About, we point us out. You know, I, like I said, I've been in a couple little garage bands, to say the least, in the past. I said, you know, let's, we'll pick us out 10, 10 songs, and we'll work on those 10 songs. Well, at, we also been making these. Uh, Texas country got big at the time, over these Texas country music artists. Gotcha. So we started hitting these festivals, and our travel trailers, and, and all our other guys party and all that stuff. And then this kind of come along, and then my wife kind of the same way, of you know y'all didn't come on guys. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, so it's at, time to grow up. Well, as a joke, we had a guy that did screen printing. So, and I've got this awesome footprint. So we take my nine-toed footprint. I was gonna say you can explain why you have this awesome footprint. Right, right. Well, here's a that's another story. <laughs> but so we take this nine-toed footprint, and when I was growing up, I was always getting my ass chewed out for having muddy feet in the house. <laughs> so we form a band, Muddy Feet. Really? <laughs> so I, I just see, I got this vision of this white t-shirt with just like muddy footprints on it. That, that is the shirt, but it's, you actually had a screen print. essentially that. with that, <laughs> without the concrete pumping. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we get 30 of these shirts printed up, and we go to this music festival. It's called the Larry Joe Tater Music Festival, which is, I don't know, there's probably 50,000 people at this place. Or, or That's better. quite a few. And we're throwing t-shirts out. And and and, and and every now and then we go, hey, you heard of those guys? Are going, yeah, I've seen those guys. If your wife's anything like me, she's hiding over the corner. I'm going, I do not know them. I don't think she knew that was going on. <laughs> Probably best for both of you. And so, the thing is, the actual band was 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 not formed before the t-shirts. We had never played a gig. No, we just sang around a campfire. Yeah. But we had we had sold more T-shirts than we had made money on playing <laughs> before we was even a band. So now we're in a corner. And this is basically all. I mean, it's not a joke, but it is a joke all at the same time. You're right, exactly. So we're sitting there, and um, we're thinking, and we're starting to paint ourselves in this corner. Yeah. You know, we we got all these shirts out. Everybody loves them. The the, the, the nine toe footprint, muddy feet. I mean, I mean, my gosh. Yeah. And next thing you know, we got to play. <laughs> it's time to pony up. <laughs> yeah. So Matt's got a fireworks stand at Lake Dakota. He pulls in his flatbed gooseneck trailer. We take our 10 songs, and there's three of us. <laughs> so who's the third one? The third one's another guy named Jason Shelby. Okay. And another friend, I guess. We, another friend, and we called him the utility player. <laughs> he really couldn't play much. But if we, but he would try as damn as if we asked him to, and it didn't matter if it was a mandolin or a bass, <laughs> he would try, and it and it was great. So we get on this this uh, this trailer at the fireworks stand, and we played ten songs, and they loved it. Really? And we're going. This was horrible. <laughs> so were you as were you the, the most surprised one out of the group that it was actually a success? I, I really was. I, Andy, I mean, he, I mean, Andy is, is you know, he, he he's he's a, a kind of a showboater type guy. I mean, right. He's just when he's just got the personality. He's just got the presence of you know, and and he, he's really good at what he did. He was really good as a front man, 
and he, he could sing pretty good. And just with the persona that he kind of carried, it was just, it, it worked. You know, even in, in, in what got us far, we weren't musicians. Right. We're not right. musicians. You just kept buddies having a good time. Exactly. But what carried us along is we wore a clean shirt and we were respectful and nice to everybody. Right. That's what carried us. To Which that's a life lesson in itself. It is. It is. And, that, and that's how we carried that deal. And you didn't expect anything from anybody. No. Uh, but a year later. So the band's together for a the, year? Uh, no, no, no. Hold on. Oh, oh it gets good. <laughs> a year later. We've got a sound system. Oh, we've got a drummer. Maybe we should switch places and let you take over over here. Oh no, we got a drummer. We've got an actual bass player. We got Jason off of that gig. <laughs> we stuck him with a mandolin, <laughs> and we're—he's not the guy you let play in the corner, but never plugged his instrument into the soundboard, is he? Well, and there's a little story about that. But no, actually, we let him—we—we we, we gave him a little volume, okay, just okay. a little fill-in, you know, kind of like a piano would yeah. do or something. So. We're booking gigs. We're playing 45, so this, 50 songs. We've this, got five that we've wrote. And this thing's catching some steam. Yeah, we, I mean, and, and my wife's over there going, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm pouring concrete. I get home, take a shower, throw on a pearl snap, hook on the band trailer, and I'm going to the bars. <laughs> <laughs> now, did you guys have any kids at this time? Yes. Oh, I had a toddler. So this is not helping your home this, situation. Well, you know, I, I could come home, give her a couple hundred bucks cash from the weekend, and, and just give it to her. I'll hold you over a little bit. That, yeah, that bought some time. That bought some time. But, you know, it got to a point where Thursday, Friday, Saturday night, maybe occasional Sunday, maybe two gigs in one day. I mean, we're, we're freaking we're, – we're on a road trip here. I mean <laughs> – <laughs> it, it got to the point of, you know, what, what is what – I'm going to be honest with you for a second. Now, we sat down to do this podcast, and I said, I don't know Jeff at all. <laughs> in my wildest dreams, I never would have ever guessed that you were in a traveling successful road band. Well, you know, I, I didn't know I made it big until I was given a VIP pass. Oh. And I told my wife, I said, hey, you know, we're, we're opening up for a band called Cooter Graw, who's – Guys, a pretty good head of steam themselves. I mean, they're, they they got a lot of stuff on the radio. I mean, they're they're a, a damn legit. good band. Yeah. yeah, yeah, this is a real deal for Texas country. So I said, hey, you know, we're opening up for them. Uh, are, are you coming up there? She said, oh, I don't mind. I go, I need to know so I can get you a VIP pass. And it sounded like somebody pulled the parking brakes on my eighteen wheeler. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going, I'm serious. If you want to see me at this deal, i got to get you a pass. Because yeah. <laughs> you got to be shitting me. I said, I'm, I'm just telling you. It's, uh, and we got a merch booth now, too. We're selling. We're, well, that's a, no, that's a concrete, but we're selling koozies. We're selling T-shirts. We're selling fitted T-shirts for the ladies. And we're selling thong underwear with my feet prints on the front. <laughs> Boy, uh, I mean, we're big time now. I mean, we're, we're some merchandising dudes. <laughs> it, it just, I don't know, it just morphed into something that was a lot of fun. We had access to, to people that could, could help us. Right. We weren't that good, you know. But well, you know, sometimes some of the best singers aren't the best singers, they're the best personalities. They, and people just <clears throat> liked us, yeah. you know. But... Back to Jason and his deal. So we're at the fireworks stand. This is year number three, our third time to play the fireworks stand. So 
I don't know if you call it three years, but it is our third time to play the 4th of July fireworks. So game. you're back to where it all started again. Yeah. So Matt would have us out every 4th of July after the first gig. And that was just kind of the deal. After the main fireworks show went off, then everybody go back to his fireworks stand. We would play. Matt would – he would take these 2 by 12s and screw uh, PVC pipe to them. Yep. Put cannon fuse all the way down them, and he'd set off like twelve of those mortar shells, yep. you know, and just just do it all night. I mean, he's wasting everything they they just sold. Yeah. See, something basically. you probably don't know about me is that I actually shot fireworks professionally for seven years. Oh wow! Yeah, that's that would be neat. Yeah, it, it, it was an experience. Uh, uh, we'll we'll talk about that on their podcast. <laughs> we'll get to that later. I got some stories. <laughs> so we're sitting there. Well, he's playing along, we're all playing, and we're, you know, we're getting through all the, the good stuff, and everybody's getting kind of rowdy and all that. Well, Matt, or Andy's brother, Philip shows up. We need some effect. You know, we got some lights and stuff going on, but, you know, we don't have any smoke. Right. So, Philip takes the biggest, two baddest smoke bombs that Matt produces. <laughs> he lights both of them and throws them under the gooseneck trailer. we got two gooseneck trailers now, too. Oh, oh yes, we doubled our stage we size. We doubled the stage. So, he... These dudes go off. You can't see nobody. It was like Spinal Tap. <laughs> we're, we're wandering around trying to figure out where everybody's is. If we're going to fall off the trailer or not. <laughs> and this is going off. Somehow Jason breaks a guitar string in the middle of this. So Jason's over there doing his deal, getting, you know, trying to do, get his string together. And we, and we kick off another song that's got some kind of long, and I played lead guitar. Right. So I'm playing lead guitar, just getting loud and going on with it. Well, I really wasn't a showman. I mean, I might step up there and do my little deal, and then kind, of, kind of back off, tap my pedal some, and calm back down, whatever. Right. Well, so I'm doing my lead, you know, and it's a pretty groovy one, getting after it. Well, Jason walks over beside me, throws his foot up on the monitor, and just starts banging his head, just rocking his guitar out. No string, and it's not plugged in. <laughs> so we get through with that set, and everybody's going, Dude, who's the new guitar player y'all got? <laughs> Damn it, Jason. <laughs> so, but anyway, it, it come to it, it come to a point that you know, are we going to raise families? Are we going to you know, play play gig, be a cover band for the? You know, it come to a point right. that again, you know, where, where are we at? What do we got to do? Well, now, are you still doing construction? During? Still doing construction. So you got your full time job. Full time job. Part time construction job. And hobby band. Wife and kids. And wife home. and kids. Yes. Kids. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, it, and one thing neither one of us can change is there's only 24 hours in a day. That's it. What gets in my way is sleep. Yeah. But you got to have it. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> you got to have a, it. Kind of a necessary evil. So, so what would the band go on for, what, three years? Uh, probably so. Probably so. Uh, the bass player, he was actually in high school. <laughs> he, he had to go to college. You know, so that kind of peeled us off. We hired right. another one, but just never really had that chemistry with him. He's a great guy, great, great player. He's well, well above us. Yeah. But it just we kind of lost the chemistry and lost the thing, and then and probably start lo- start losing a little interest when we got kids. Yep. You know, it's and the I'm, older they get, smell but... like cigarette smoke. You open your guitar cases up. I mean, I, I had a forty by fifty shop. You know, I'd open three guitar cases and put the sound in there, and it just this smelled like the bar, the yeah. whole shop would. Yeah. So, yeah, it got to the point, and then. Um, we moved to town, the wife and I did. Gotcha. Bought this house that had need, needed some work done to it, which I wasn't scared of work, and uh, especially concrete work. It had drainage issues and things like that. So I can fix that. Right. So the house was discounted pretty decent for the drainage issues. 
So Andy and I get over there, and we start working on the back patios, bust it out, start fixing the drains and all that stuff. Well, we got to have a trailer pump to do this. So we're sitting there. I call a buddy of mine. So hey, I need a trailer pump. I've never used one before. What's, you know, he said, okay, I'll give you a number. So I call them. Well, they're three or four days out. So we're sitting there. I schedule them. They come. They pump their seven yards of concrete. I pay them 650 bucks, and they leave. Okay. Well, I've, had, I've had pumps before, but that, you know, that's just the price of the game. Right. So, now that section was poured, which that was the retaining wall. So, now i got to do the actual patio. Patio. In between the house and the retaining wall that kept the hill back in the drainage. So, I called Sean again and said, hey, you got another number? He said, yeah, yeah, it's usually see, try these guys here. I think they'll make you a little better price. Cool. These guys show up. Same gig. 75 feet of hose, 8 yards of concrete. Just in the same 650 bucks. Right. And they're not there two hours. You're thinking that is some pretty easy money right I there. I look at Andy and I go, we can do this. You know, so I get on the internet. I meet, you know, find a couple of people. Sean puts me in touch with a man named Tim Wade, who is a, a broker here, equipment broker, concrete broker, things like that. And um, I call him, tell him what I want. He said, yeah, sure, come to my office. I want to, you know, let's, let's, let's see what you want to do. He comes in. It was an interview. Really? He, I'm serious. He, I honestly think that if I didn't say the right things, he wasn't going to sell me a trailer pump. Really? I honestly think that. Well, why would, why would he have that approach? I think one is his reputation. Gotcha. He don't. So he didn't want to put somebody out there that couldn't do it. Exactly. And, and they are finicky, you know, but I already had the concrete background. Right. So he knew I had the work ethic. Right. You know, and things like that. And uh, so, you know. Even though you didn't operate one, you've been exposed to it. I have been exposed to it. So, yeah, it went from there. He finds this one out in Phoenix. Now, is this a new pump, used pump? This is a used pump. So, this is a used trailer pump. Used trailer pump. Uh, Andy and I knew what we were doing, so we went ahead and bought a one-ton here with a flatbed. Got that situated. We flew out to Phoenix and picked up the pump. And Tim bought the whole setup. So I'm I'm gonna ask a novice question here. So when you buy a trailer pump, is there like in in a boom truck? There's 30 meters, 39 meters. So right. in a trailer pump, is do you have 400 feet, 500 feet? No, certain? well, it's they they how do they size them? They basically size them by the yards per hour. Okay. So and thankfully Tim put me onto a swing. It was the BPA 500. So is that 500 yards no, an hour? No, that's not 500 yards an hour. It was really was like, actually about now. 45 <laughs> yards an hour. <laughs> so, you know, that that was my first time. I mean, he could have put me in a lot of lot of different pieces of equipment, but the first thing was a swing trailer pump. And I, I will, un, until someone can prove me different, I will put the swing trailer pumps against anybody's any day of the week. Gotcha. I mean, I honestly think that's the best. <clears throat> so, pump uh, uh, from what little bit I know about a 45 yard per hour pump, that's a pretty potent trailer pump. It's a pretty good one, but just like our boom pumps, you're realistically, you're not going to get 45. No, yards no. Yeah. You're that's, that's, the, that. that's if you have trucks, concrete dumping, it's, the right mix, right conditions. Right. right. And I've done it 13 years now. And honestly, the best I've ever done is somewhere between 25 and 30 yards an hour. Right. That's, and that's just the realistic part of it. Right. You know, by the time you slump your truck or you take a hose off or move hoses around, I mean, everything else. Well, on a trailer pump, you get slowed down so much more because you're manually moving the hose. 
uh, where we're the, right. the boom pump here or not. So, all right, so I'm getting this off subject here. So uh, we are now proud owners of this pump. We, we are. And all we know how to do is turn the key and start it. <laughs> well, that's a good start. That's all we know. <laughs> <laughs> and so Tim showed us a few things. And, and you know, and if you haven't been around a pump for it, if you shift one with it empty, it's loud. Yep. And intimidating. And, yep. You know, he said, so, "All right, well, here's your throttle. You get this up here. Here's this switch here. That's your hydraulic oil fan. Kick it on. All right, and here's your go button. Here's the forward button. So you flip it, and that thing shifts, and it just whoa. Well, it's the uh, what's the, the the knuckle back there? Well, that's the 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 ball. Oh, that's the ball bit. The rock valve. Rock valve. Yeah. On it. Yeah. On, it, on the swings, it's a rock valve. On on everybody else, it, it's actually called an S tube. S tube. But uh, yeah, between the between the strokes changing and the and the S tube switching, it's yeah. It's it's and, and the concrete muffles that a lot whenever it it's in there. Yeah. But when there's nothing in there, yeah. it's violent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you don't want anything in there that shouldn't be in yeah. there. Yeah. So, you know, that was kind of intimidating. Well, so we got the trailer pump, we got the one ton, we got some hoses and stuff, and we go to Bill's house, brother-in-law Bill. He needs a patio. <laughs> no better guy to experiment on. Bill sells beer. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got plenty of it. <laughs> so That's what we're working for today, I'm guessing. Right, right. So we, so I set up this little patio, pretty easy gig, 75 feet of hose. We pull around the, by the backyard in the alley, lay the hoses out. You know, we, we got some pointers from Tim. You know, make sure you get a trailer pump mix. You want this 50-50 mix, which is 50% rock, 50% sand. Yep. And then the rest is made up with water weight and cement. Yeah, because a, a trailer pump hose is smaller diameter. It is. And you got less horsepower. It is. So you you got to, um, they're a little bit more finicky about what goes into them. They are. They are. And, and you, you know, if you don't have the right mix, then you, you got a long day with a hammer. Yeah, and then you do what they call rock up. Yep. yep. You start packing and stuff. Yep. So and it's not, it's a bad day. Yep. And, and, and not that I would know from experience or anything. Well, and, 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 and if you do know from experience, then you know that it's always the, the pump's fault. <laughs> yeah, if well, it can't get the concrete through the hoses. 90% of the time, I'm the guy pouring the concrete and damn good and well is the pump's fault. <laughs> or something doing wrong. So, you know, that's just, that's part of it. You know, there's something wrong with your pump. Well, the first year you pump, you believe them. Well, yeah, I can see God, that. Dang, I don't know what I'm doing. You don't know what you're doing. You don't have the experience to tell yourself otherwise. Yeah. I mean, you see there's mud coming out. You told them a 50-50 mix. Yeah. You know, here we go. So we line up. We start pumping Bill's patio. Pumped the first truck. It went smooth. Oh, this is going to be good. This is just like I predicted. But we needed a tag load. It's July. Hot. And I ordered from a buddy's concrete plant that's 45 minutes away. We start at 10 o'clock in the morning. So by 12.30, the next truck's pulling up. <laughs> yep. Not really knowing what's going I've on I've seen here. a few of those nervous concrete our pump truck drivers before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, he pulls up, and we've been kind of circling, thinking, well, we're getting borderline, but I think we're okay. So Andy, Andy's going to run the pump for a little bit. I ran it first. Now Andy's going to run it. And, that, and I'm, I'm also still screaming. Now, are you and, and Andy's partners in this pump? We are partners now. 50-50 okay. partners. 50-50 partners. partners. So you and Andy pump. are officially in business together. We are. We flew out to Phoenix together, picked it up, and tag team the drive home, and we're in partners. So he's running the pump now. I got the hose. Uh, my oldest stepson's behind me holding the hose. And all of a sudden, it, the hose just stops. Oh, that's not good. You hear the pump kind of bogged down a little. And thought, what? What's going on here? Nothing. So Andy reversed pump a couple times. And Sean was there. He's like, yeah, it's got some dry stuff. Just break it up. It'll, it'll pump through. Well, we're sitting there. Andy turns the throttle up a little more because we need a little more juice here. So he turns the throttle up a little more. I've got the hose in my hand. Oh, no. 
He hits the go switch, oh and it bogs down. You hear it, and it just like just got this great big old self just boiled up and just boom, broke loose. Spits. Yep. <laughs> when it did, Bill had a two story house. The neighbor had a two story house. <laughs> did you clear them? <laughs> we, we blew mud on top of the Bill's. House. We're lucky to blow the windows out of Bill's house, <laughs> the back patio and stuff. This thing cuts loose. It just takes off. And it blows concrete all over Bill's house, the neighbor's house. And over. Literally, at one time, the hose was higher than I was standing, and it went about 15 feet over here. And I thought to myself, You're lucky what you didn't get hurt. Hell? Well, and before that, for some reason, I had the, the strap, the rope that you, you know, put the end of it with. I, right. I had it wrapped in my wrist. And, and, and for some reason, I, I, I'd undone that. I, 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 it might have took my hand off. I had no idea. It would have hurt yeah, either way. I, yeah. <laughs> I've only I've only experienced that happen in one time, and we fortunately had an experienced operator at the time. And he knew it was a high probability of that happening because uh, right. they had air in the line, which is just like a big compress it. Yeah, a shock, and and in the clog was in a, an elbow on the boom we couldn't get to, or at least we thought it was, and uh, we we took the tack line off the end of the boom, and he's facing away, and yeah. And uh, yeah, it was violent to say yeah, the least. It is, and I have, and, and I've been doing this for over thirteen years now. I have yet to replicate that situation. You know, hindsight being twenty twenty, it's probably good it happened oh, where bad. it did. I'm glad it did. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you weren't thinking that at the time. No, no, no. But you know, it's, it's my brother-in-law's house. We're not getting paid for the job. Nothing got damaged. Everything yep. could get washed off. More importantly, nobody got hurt. Nobody got hurt. It, yeah, it was it was great. A learning experience. We figured out what we did, but you know, we spent the rest of that summer rest of that fall and winter learning how to pump this thing on everybody else's dime essentially kind of bluffing our way through these jobs right recession starting to hit all to back up we quit the band yeah okay so we've got all these t-shirts and koozies laying around <laughs> so look at Andy. so what are we gonna do with this stuff i love a plan well we just started a concrete pumping business. I guess it's just going to be muddy feet concrete pumping business. <laughs> so did you business. go in and actually have a concrete pump and rescreen printed underneath yeah. them, or you just no, go No, no, we rolled those out. Oh, we just we, go We rolled that out. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> you know, that, so that now, was new inventory. Right, right. Oh, yeah. We can't use those. I mean, I don't know any of the guys that want to wear those panties. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll be in the not going to wear right. category. Yeah. I'm still curious to see who's still got my footprints on their crotch. <laughs> got to be a that, few of those still around. New, that's a whole new meaning to stinky feet, you know. <laughs> yeah, stinky leg. <laughs> but, there's you know, so many jokes. There's so many jokes oh, there. Oh, you can run away with that like, like a four-way like, stop. Like, I mean, like, where's the big toe, you know? Yeah, right. <laughs> Where'd that piggy go to? Yeah. <laughs> Guess it's not the market. All right, we're, 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 the train left the track. we got to get her back on. Okay, let's go. Yeah. But, yeah, but you know, there has to be some somewhere. Right. <laughs> I don't think my wife still has hers. I hope she don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> it, it, not all of it. She'll get it. <laughs> but so we got the merchandise. We got we got koozies. We got shirts. We're passing them out. So all I you mean, need is decals for this pretty pumpy. We're guy. good. Yeah. You know, muddy feet concrete pumping, and it just rings. Yep. You know, it just it just well, sounds. Well, in, in the in the muddy feet, even though you're talking about mud, whenever you started, I mean, people call concrete mud. So exactly. It's it right together. Exactly. And yep. you know, you're you're. Your feet are muddy if you're in the concrete. Well, and it's um, it's a name that you remember, you it, know. Right. I mean, our, our pump company back home is Edwards. It's 
you know, it is what it is. It's sure. not saying it's a good name or a bad name. It's the guy, the guy that owns the company's name. But Muddy Feet's, uh, it's uh, pretty catchy. Yeah. Yeah, it just works. It works with, with, with several ways. You right. Know, but it's, it's there. So, but eventually, I catch on to what's going on. We're having, some jobs we're having a hell of a time and some jobs we're not. Right. And eventually, I, I get to where I've got enough confidence in our ability. i got enough confidence in this pump and what we're doing. That uh, when something doesn't go right, I'm calling them out now. Right. Going, hey, you know, where's this one ain't pumping? I'm sending your truck back. Oh yeah, it's what we sent you. I, go, I know it's what you sent me, but it ain't what I ordered, you know. And so, and and I even started using. Line. I, I got a forty-five thousand dollar lie detector here. Yeah. And it and it and you're lying your ass off to yep. us. You know, I've got two guys over it here with like, hammers and. Yeah, yeah. Batch plants. Um, most guys don't have any way to hold the batch plant accountable, unless it's a big commercial job. Right. And I was the same way as you. Whenever I first started pouring, we'd, we'd pour three trucks out on the ground. One would finish completely different than the other two. I'm not a real smart guy, but that one's not like the others. Exactly. You know, oh, well, the humidity was different. Oh, give me a freaking break. No. So, but to, to your point, I, I think that's a pretty common problem. Well, and, you know. Then and, you get them on these big commercial jobs and half their trucks get rejected. And they're like, ooh. Oh, right, right. <laughs> you know? And, it, you know, what are we supposed to do with that? Yeah. You know, thousands of dollars sitting there going different places. But, you but know. But there's nothing wrong with their batch plant. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and that's where, you know, hiring Chris, I've, I've learned a lot more with having him. But, you know, with that deal, we're, so, so now we're, we're, you know, we got confidence. We're working. It's time to buy another pump. Right. And you guys are still partners at this time. We're still partners. I've got experience. Andy's got experience now. We got a couple of high school guys on the summers that'll help us, so we we buy another pump, and uh, we start going at that. And uh, now the recession hits. Which what year would this be? Like two thousand eight? Eight nine. Okay. Right in that vicinity. Yeah, that's whenever I decided it was a good time to start a business. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, fortunately for Andy now, we 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 still had our full time job that give us the time. Right. Right. So we're scheduling around that. Well. We're doing good to get two jobs a week. So now the recession's hit. I'm looking around, and there's companies, they're, they're falling off around us. Yep. And we're still sitting there. Well, I mean, we're living off our other jobs, obviously. Right. And, but fortunately, but, you were lean enough and had a small enough overhead. We, we weren't used to making any money. Yeah, you were, yeah you, were, you were used to being broke. Exactly. Exactly. So we're sitting there during this recession. We're still doing our two jobs a week, which is... Paying bills and, and, and you know it give you a little extra money every now and then if you hit maybe two on one day. And you didn't have a breakdown. What's that? You didn't have a breakdown. No, no. Yeah. And then we, we had good equipment. Fortunately, we bought low hour machines that weren't abused. Yep. So we had good equipment. On occasion, you, you know, we we started learning about wear parts. Yep. We didn't know much about that. What was you know eventually you start well, what, where the hell is that grout coming from? <laughs> So you start learning about wear parts. You're supposed to be in the pump, mister. Right, right. So, and all that. And, well, it got to the point where the money just really wasn't there. I'm living here in the city. Andy's still living in Okona with his wife now, and they're they're trying to have kids and right. stuff. Uh, you know, it's an hour and 15, 20 minutes down here or better. And uh, it come to the point that he, he, he was just tired of making that drive all the time. Right. And uh, about, kind, of, kind of ran its course. It did. It did. And about that same time, Bill is getting tired of his job. Which is the brother-in-law you blew concrete all over his house. Exactly. Gotcha. Exactly. So um, he started going with me on some weekends. And he started gaining some interest, you know. And 
it, it got, we picked up at, at times, and and I said, you know what, Bill, it's it's up to you. But Andy wants out. I I can buy him out if you want to work. You come into work. Right here you go. And and he and next thing I know, Bill Bill quits his job. <laughs> You're like, oh boy. And he's got a wife and kids. <laughs> like you talking about put some feel like you have some responsibility. At first, you know, I'm thinking, okay, I can survive with this, but just me and right. my family and, and, and pay my bills. But now I've got someone who's got a wife and kids that's a hundred percent committed to me right. now. Yeah, you're, you're, I mean, indirectly, you're responsible for feeding somebody else's family. Exactly. And that, to me, that's when it got serious. Right. When I when I know I've got someone now depending on me, uh, it's like I said, I, I can handle it on my own. Right. But but now I've got him, my sister-in-law, who's my my wife and her sister. Right. And, kid, and, 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 she had, and she worked too. But, you know, that, that – that was a reality check. That was a big step. It so, was. I mean, I know it was a full-on legit business, but at this point, um, it went from a serious hobby to we're, we're for real. Yes. It, or you better be for real. Right. You know. Yep. And um, so, you know, I went to work on Bill, trying to get him everything that I knew about pumping, which is still very limited with, with two and a half years' experience right. on a trailer pump. And... Uh, and, you know, I start cutting him loose on his own. You know, I'm by my phone if you need something. And, you know, occasionally you get those troubles, those problems. And I'm right. having to troubleshoot now. And I'm trying to use, kind of figure out how he's expl- what he's explaining right. to me, which is the same terms yeah, as mine. Yeah, terminology, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and, but it's the same old story. You know, somebody overrocked <laughs> something, man saying whatever, right. and he just won't pump, you know. But everybody's and, and a trailer pump, pump is so much more finicky than a boom pump. They are. I mean, they, they, yeah, there's. They are. Which is probably a good thing to learn on that because you learn a lot of the nuances of the mix and different things that you may not have caught on to later. Right. And, and that was the, the the bash designs is is what makes or break you. Right. I mean, it, I mean, you're either the hero of the day or you're not getting a phone call back again. Right. And, and it and it could be a hundred percent not your fault. Right. But you're the man with the pump. Right. So. Uh, the, I I could and I won't give some concrete companies credit for making me the pumper that Bill and I are mm-hmm. because they worked our asses over <laughs> <laughs> and and we did our best to to save the jobs and save the pump right. and make sure everything didn't get lost and, and all of that. Uh, and it and a lot of times it's just brute strength. Yep. To yep. do that, just yeah, just dig your heels in and make it happen. Yep. Yep. So, uh, Bill's on full-time now. you got a trailer pump. So, when did we venture into the uh, – I mean, a, a step from a trailer pump to a boom truck is, is a big step. It is. It's, it's you know, financially, you're, you know, buying used, I'm, I'm spending a hundred more thousand dollars right. than what I spent on my first trailer pump. And plus, fortunately, by then we're coming out of 20 – 13, 2014, the era right in there. So we've been running tube trailer pumps all this time and, you know, making our mark for eight so, years. So Bill worked with you for a couple of years with a trailer pump? It, about six. Now, um, uh, Andy's gone. Is is Bill a partner now or is he just employee? He's just employee. So so you're sole owner of... 100% me. And you've got two trailer pumps and one employee and some gopher helpers. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. And a lot of times it's just Bill and I. Right. I mean... He'd go out and lay his 150, 200 foot out. And I'd go out and lay my 150, 200 foot out and pump our jobs. and Meet back at the end of the day and 
Yeah. yeah. See and see what's left of us. Gotcha. You know, some days there's there's a lot. Some days there's nothing. So what uh, what pushed the decision to uh, go down the pump route or the boom pump route? And I just wanted to explain what a boom pump is. It's a truck-mounted pump right. that has the whatever meter you choose to, to reach. Exactly. Uh, Remote-controlled to place concrete. Right. And you're not going to be tired at the end of the day by the time you no, pump and, and a trailer, yards. No, and a trailer pump is uh, mounted on a pickup truck or trailer, and the, the hose comes out the back, lays along the ground, and Correct. you kind of drag it around to place concrete, just if anybody's wondering what the difference sure, is. To, to, sure, sure, sure. And, that, and that's exactly right. So... Uh, and, and that's and how I, I put the the difference for me with a trailer pump and a boom pump is with a trailer pump I'm physically tired at the end of the day. Right. You know I'm you're wore out because you down here pumping the slabs and stuff you do you're pumping a lot of the same jobs. Right. Right. And then you know you're moving the hoses and bringing hoses back, cleaning them out, all that stuff. It's, it's physical labor. Right. You know. But when I when I run a boom pump, I'm physically fine. I'm great. Mentally, I'm tired. Yep. Because a lot more thinking involved. You are. Your 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 eyes. You got a the, lot more controls than the on off forward reverse. And there's just so much more to the aspect of it. I mean, it, your eyes are focused on what the crews need, where the hose needs to be. Are you putting enough in there? Or are you getting too much? That's a big deal. Yep. You know, and all this stuff. But your ears are pointing to the back. Yep. You're running these pumps with your ears. You're yep. listening for the concrete truck because some driver didn't pay attention where you told him what the horn button is. That way he can honk the horn when he's out of mud. And what happens is if that doesn't happen, then you blow mud all over them yep. because they're not hollering or saying anything. So you're listening to that. You're doing this. And mentally, you're, you're just working. You're working just back and forth with, with your, between your eyes and your ears. So, But what got us into that was in 2015, 14, 15, you know, Bill's several years older than me, and he, and it kind of makes me tear up sometimes, <laughs> he stuck with me through those hard times. Yeah. And. He was the guy you could count on. Right. Yeah. And I thought, <clears throat> I'm sorry. No, you're fine. The best thing I could do is get him off that trailer. Give him what, he, what you think he deserves. Right. And what he'd earned. Exactly. Yeah. And that's put him on the boat. Right. Where he can continue to do his job with a lot less physical strain. Right. And and you guys could also advance the, the business forward. Right. Which I know uh, from your emotion, advancing the business forward wasn't as important to you as taking care of Bill. 100%. Yeah. You know, with our little deal this morning, you know, there's no way I'd fire Bill. Right. I'd fire myself right. before I fired Bill. But Well, and, the, just, and the deal this morning was, I mean, uh, I guess Bill overslept, basically. It, yeah, his alarm Which, didn't respond. I, I mean, who hasn't? Right. <laughs> no. It didn't happen at 7 a.m., but, you know, at 2.30 in the morning, yeah. <laughs> you know, you have to have a little bit of going. Well, shit, you know, yeah. it's 2.30 in the morning. So but, he, he didn't oversleep at 9 o'clock in the morning. Right, 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 right. <laughs> so, but, you know, I just felt like that, he needed that next step. We needed it as a pump company. Right. And I've got a lot of customers coming to us that like us and that are going, why don't y'all get a boom pump? Yeah. I'd, I'd use you all the time if you had a boom pump. You know? So I've got all this going, just, just channeling me to going, go buy your first boom pump. Right. You've got this. You got a lot of signs flashing saying, hey, it's a good idea. Right. Right. So, you know, and that's what we did. We did. And 
Now, your first boom pump isn't what we see today on your channel. It is not. Um, I, I've never seen it, but I, you said it was an MR Mac. It's um, an MR Mac. It was a Concord. It was a 05 model. It's 2015. It's a 10-year-old truck. Truck. Got low hours on it. Um, and honestly, the, the salesman uh, <laughs> the salesman was a salesman for Alliance. Really? And But he put me in a Concord. You know, I hope I don't get him fired. I'm not going to name his name. <laughs> but it was in their stable as a used pump. You know? Gotcha. So they were the broker of that deal. So we go well, by this. Which I always encourage somebody, if you're getting into something you're not familiar with, you don't know what you need. Right. So, you know, get a good used pump. Get get what you think you need. Get your feet wet with it. And then two or three years down the road, if everything's going good, you know what you need at that point. So go yeah. order a nice new pretty one or whatever you want to do. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Tear, some, tear that up. Yeah. <laughs> Before you tear yeah, it up. And, and, and there's options on those things that, well, I didn't know that's handy or I never thought about that. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So Right. And that, that applies across tractors, trucks, pumps, you know, equipment in general. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's what we, so we, so we, so we get this, this Concord, our three-meter Concord. I, we, and, and I wouldn't let it build any first. I'm going to go pump it first. Right. And, and it's not for selfish reasons or anything else. No, but you need to. But here's to. the fact. If I go run this truck, or if Bill go runs this truck, and he has an issue, and I don't know a damn thing about this right. truck, there's not, nothing you can do. Nothing I can do. So I'm going to go run it for it. I ran it for two months. And Bill would come with me sometimes. But for most part, I ran it. And then it comes to the point, it's, I'm all right. So yep. I, I turned Bill loose. And Your that baby. way, if there's an issue, he calls me, what do you got? And, and we're able to work it out for the most part. But uh, it's it gets to be one of those deals that, and we traded a trailer pump in also. So now we've got one trailer pump and one boom pump. Boom, pump. And the demand just come up. So yeah. your timing was impeccable I'm, I'm turning down work i'm looking at my and what made me uh think about that time was was when you were talking about you told jenna you went and rented this piece of equipment that showed up at your house <laughs> so so for people who don't know i'm notorious for buying stuff and not telling my wife right and we actually had her on the podcast you got to tell her side of the story but if you guys didn't hear that one i uh I bought the 120, never told her. It was a bunch of other equipment I didn't tell her. But uh, the one was a light tire for my go-kart track, and I knew she wasn't going to go for that because <laughs> there's no way this thing's going to produce money, you know. So uh, I had a buddy that ran a rental company. She goes, where'd you get that from? I said, oh, I got a hold of Aaron. He just let me rent it for the weekend for the go-kart race. Oh, that's fine. Sat there for about a month, two months. She goes, when's that thing got to go back? I'm like, it might have been a one-time rent-to-own deal. <laughs> well, the same thing, I, you know. My wife, she's bless her heart. She just, you know, she, she just. When you start throwing out big numbers, it makes her nervous. And so sometimes it's all just, they see is the money going out. Exactly, and so, you know, and, I, and but I'm the one telling people I can't get to you. Right. I can't get to you every day. I'm telling people I can't get to you. I'm sorry. You know, I I might can make the time and work, but just, just just you know, hold on. No promises. Yeah, and it just it just came at us. We're buying another pump. Sorry. So uh, at this point, uh, this is all pre-YouTube. It is. Uh, so you got the, um, the whenever you see buying our pump, you're talking about your first boom truck, right? Right. Um, I guess a couple questions on that. One, how long did you operate it? Two, was it a good truck? And three, why did you trade it in? Um, we, I mean, we we ran the truck for a couple of years. Um, it, it was an 05 model. We started in 2015. And it was around 2017 when we traded that truck in. I needed the equity out of that truck gotcha. to trade in. I've been paying this great big payment for the, for two years, built up quite a bit of equity. 
the second truck we got was an Alliance, 37 meter Z Boom Alliance truck. And we, and I put Bill on that. That's where he gets, he's such a good operator on those Z Booms. Yeah. I stuck him on that. I kept the, I kept running the rolling fold and just, and, and the main thing is because that 37 meter reached a lot more. So if I'm going to sit a truck in the yard, I'm going to sit the, the shorter truck in the yard that's not making as much money. Right. And just, uh, you, they can go to your channel to, fit, to this, but the zebra room and the rolling fold boom is, is different ways the the boom is maneuvered, it's basically. It's the configuration of how they fold up. And, and they how both got operate. their advantages and disadvantages. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so, I mean, I, I see on a slab, a Z-boom being a huge advantage. Uh, I, I I see some issues with that on a, on a wall pour. Right. Because some of the positions we get into, but... Either way, they both work. They both have their place. That's and, the, and you get a good operator like Bill. You never know the difference, right? You right, never. Right. Now you get an operator like me who do, I, I think I, I own that truck since 2017. I'm probably run it 10, 15 times. Really, you know, it just Bill's on it. Yeah, that's his one, baby. He, you know, when he takes off, I'll, I'll go run it then. But it's just not a lot, right? And and that particular truck takes some confidence and just. It just takes some skill. Well, and, and back to your pump and concrete for Bill way back in the day, even with a boom truck, I mean, there's, there's I don't know if I'm going to say there's a lot of safety hazards involved, but, you I mean, you, you, there's a lot going on. Yes. You know what I mean? It's People don't understand. They, they'll they have this slab sitting there, and they'll call you. You'll go out there, and that's where I've, I've just learned, you know, a lot of times it's just better off, especially if I know the area, I'm going to go pre-site that job. Yep. And because, you know, you worry about, you got, I mean, there, there's three or four parts to doing to, to the job for a concrete pump. One is setting the truck up. Right. If you don't set the truck up properly, safely, and all that, your day is not going to be a good right. day. All right. Number two, then you got the operation of the, of the truck. Number three, cleaning the truck out and getting everything put back. And four, getting it back to the house. Right. So, <clears throat> and it, but each step, you have to complete right if you don't complete one of those steps you've cost yourself a lot of time and money and you could cost somebody some some injury or right or even death right you know and and, and probably and just can't get complacent no you know and this into your point about um scoping out a job site you know you get a guy to call you oh you can get in this one easy no problem right. then you go out there and they never looked up and seen the overhead power line or that's happening. you know it's it, it's stuff like that you got to Yes. Got to watch out for so. So I guess here we are today, 2020. You got <clears throat> two boom trucks. Two boom trucks. Uh, one trailer pump. Still one trailer pump. <clears throat> and uh, it's pretty much you and Bill. It's, it's Bill and I. We've hired. You know, Chris is on with us now. Okay. Um, so now does Chris operate a boom at all, or is he, he he operates the 38 meter? Okay. Uh, he hired. He's been with us a year now. Gotcha. Um, and you 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 can ask Chris. We we just won't turn you loose. Right. I mean, Chris has got, you could probably add up all the years that Bill and I together of driving a truck with a CDL, Class B, and Chris was probably got three times the experience right. of driving a truck. So I knew I didn't have to worry about that. And Chris is just full of common sense Which and knowledge. Which honestly is half the battle sometimes. It is. It is. So I didn't <laughs> have to worry about that. I just knew I had to show, you know, get Chris to, to, to learn how to, to pump one. Uh Chris went with Bill, I'm going to say, three months. You two are together. Yeah, just learn the ropes. You're, you two are together. And 
you know, build. After a while, Bill would turn the remote over to Chris, let him run for a little bit, and then just they just they were together. And I will have to say, from my experience today, Bill's a very good teacher. Uh, teacher. I, he's he's a, he's a natural, first of all. Yeah. And and he's just he just he's just good at it. So. So I'm going to transition you here a little bit before we run out of time. But uh, somewhere in the mix of all this mess, you had this wild hair to start a YouTube channel. I did. Uh, I got tired of watching ABC, CBS, NBC. Uh, Which is kind of a good point because in this era of 2020, the, um, the, the, the rave of reality TV on syndicated TVs kind of lost its punch. And, and YouTube and what kind of what we do has become true, real reality TV. Well, I kept hearing about this blogging. Yeah, my wife was telling me about these bloggers on Instagram, this blogging stuff, and, and I didn't realize. When, if I went to YouTube to watch a hill climb, a mud race, or I need to learn how to fix my washing machine. <laughs> I mean, that's so that's what I did, you know. And every now and then, I finally, I finally caught on to some channels of the, the, the kind of you know just I guess what you search, they start building this pattern yep. for you. And they so, know you better than you know yourself. Uh, it's scary. Sometimes because I mean exactly, and I'm sitting there. Well, then I'm realizing okay, this blogging thing, you know, it's catching. I'm seeing uh, the farming stuff. I'm I'm seeing. I'm, I'm coming across your channel. I'm coming across all these people, and and so I thought, well, hell, I pump concrete. Yeah, there's there's somebody blogging concrete pumping. So I put in concrete pumping. There's all kinds of videos. There's pumps falling over. There's, there's. I mean, there's all kinds of Some crap. Some idiot in Indiana pumping ICF. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I'm just sitting there going, you know, but nobody is consistently doing the day, putting their day-to-day operation yeah. on there. And and that's, I think you try to do a lot with your channel as I try to do with mine is show all aspects of the business of concrete pumping. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Because, again, like we talked earlier, pumping the job sometimes is the easy part. It's, it is. They don't know you go back to the house. You spend 30 minutes chiseling a hopper out. Yeah. Then you spend another 30 minutes greasing everything, yep. checking all the fluids and all, you know, or tearing one down and rebuilding it. Yep. You know, they people builders don't think that. They think, oh, that's easy money. Yep. You pull in, you pump, you go home, and you're which, done. Which is what you thought that first time they came and pumped for exactly. you. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was the road I was looking for. <laughs> Still am. <laughs> So, yeah, so I guess what it's been about two years now you've been doing the channel, not quite two years? Uh, January, I posted my first video January 1st, 2019. So you're, yeah, so you're you coming up on two years. Coming up on two years. Um, so uh, you're a little shy of two years, you're 10,000 subscribers. I'm bumping, I'm about 200 short right 200 now. 200 short. So uh, did you go into YouTube with expectations? Like, I'm going to meet some cool people, I'm going to make some money, I'm going to get this. I mean, what, what? My, or were you just doing it for a hobby? My first thought was, because I've been on some concrete forums, pumping mm-hmm. forums, my first thought was, we're fixing to, get the, fixing to get held on. Right. I mean, there's some stone throwers out there. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I, that was my first thought. And, you know, I finally I built up enough courage, and I you know, talked to Bill. And, you know, we, we kind of went through things. I showed him my first video I built. Yeah, see, that's kind of ironic because that's um... – People think I'm crazy, but I could absolutely care less about that. Right. You know, like, uh, I, it truly bothers a lot of people. And I don't want to say it's because I'm confident in what I'm doing, but 
I'm confident that I know those people don't have enough information to have that comment. Right. You know what I mean? That, right. I think that's where and it comes you get from. a lot of that. You do, uh, but but I don't want to make that. I don't want to use that to discourage anybody from starting a channel. Right. Because the flip side of that is you got two or three of those guys, and you got hundreds of exactly. some awesome people. Exactly. And that was the thing. I mean, my wife was she was discouraging at first. She was like, you know, I see my. We have Instagram. another thing in common. Yeah, she was. I see. She sees her. She calls them her friends, Instagram people, and then she sees people, you know, bad mouthing them or whatever, right. you know. And she's like, "What do you? How you, you know? You're not gonna be able to handle that very well." You know, I'm going. Ah, you know, well, it's the internet, whatever. Yeah. And so, you know what? I did. I, I made my first video, and I had a few more, and I just I, I give it a full send. Yeah. Here we go. Slung it out there. It was a trailer pumping video. Uh, it was a company that I was that I pump for every day. They were okay with it. Sent it. Let's go. And uh, it was it was pretty positive with with that first video. Yep. I was pretty happy with the reaction to it, and so from there I just waited. I think out my there. first video I posted sat there for uh, maybe a week and possibly got a hundred views. Right. So I, and, and I can't tell you what we did. On I'm the sure you one. outdid me. <laughs> I don't. I have no idea. I think it's because it was a farmer Chris job. I probably should have picked a better one for my first job. Oh well, you know, <laughs> you try to rely on friends for the well, best yeah, thing. You know. <laughs> But you know, for for most part, I'm. It's like you said, I, probably ninety nine percent of the time, it's everything's positive. Oh yeah, it's great. It's, you know, and you do get some. And, and I tell you, I'll tell people, leave comments. How you would do this setup? You know, we might be doing something kind of funky and kind of out of the norm. Leave your comments. I, yep. I'm interested. No, I I learn from my channel, and I want people to to learn from there, my channel. You're. I don't care if you're the expert in your field. There's somebody out there who knows something about it that you don't, and you got to be open minded to that. Absolutely, and, and I am yeah. because I, I have I have gotten comments that seem like a, a smart ass comment. Yep. And then I'll go digging, you know. And one of them was in Australia. This guy's from Australia, and he and he threw out a smart ass comment. I go, okay, let's let's see, we'll see what this guy's made of. Yep. So I peck along at him, and next thing you know, we're best friends. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but that's just the way it goes. You know, yep. he, he just. He's thinking the way we, when we pour the water in the elbow, we pull the sponge back, then we're going to plug the pump up trying to get the sponge back. It hadn't happened yet. And I'm like, you know what? That's the way you do it. That's the way we do it. Yeah, it I noticed that's us. one thing different than all the pumps back home is they take the ball, dip it in the water, they clean the edge of the elbow off, and they send her. Right. They, they don't put the water in it. Right. Um, I mean, everybody's got the reasons for whatever. But, um, but just because it's the way they do it back home and the way you do it, it don't mean either one of you is wrong. No. You know what I mean? No, no, it, you're uh, right. It's you're uh, right. Uh, just kind of the, kind of the way it goes. So, um, so I, I guess my next question is: overall, uh, I mean, YouTube's been a positive thing for you and your business, hasn't it? It, it has. We've, we've we've gathered business up because of it. Um, we've met some wonderful people. Yeah. Uh, whenever my neighbor, whenever my neighbor Logger Way talked me into it, that's the first thing he told me is the best thing about YouTube is the people you meet, and he was not wrong. No, no, uh, it, we we have, and I, and I've got plans to go overseas to meet some of the people that have been with me all, all, really since day one, right. making comments, talking about it. Yep. You know, they become I, your friends. Well, and I call them pen pals. I mean, because yep. a lot of them, I just go, you know what? It's easier for you to contact me on Instagram. So I'll we'll, we'll talk on Instagram quite a bit. And so my first, the first place I want to go to is Ireland. Yep. There's a guy over there that, in Ireland uh, named Johnny Terrell, and he's in Dublin, and he's a line pumper. And I want to go over there and spend a few days with him. Wouldn't it be fascinating to see how different their concrete mix is? Exactly. Yeah. And, 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 but it, the funny thing is, even though he's across the pond, 
His graphs are the, my exact same ones. Yeah, it's crazy, <laughs> isn't it? Too rocky, way too much man sand, and not enough Portland. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it's just opened up doors with, with you know, I, I honestly feel just blessed. You know, that's just the only way I can put it. Yep. Uh, meeting the people I've met so far and and just re- and having people reach out to us and doing that. It just it just means a lot. Yeah. Well, yeah, and it's, um, I don't know, it's hard to... Um, it's hard to explain or uh, categorize the relationships you build because um, they're so involved with what you do, and they know so much about what you do. Even though you never met them or never seen them, they're 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 friends. They're part of the family. Right. It is what it is. So right. And uh, I, I think I will. I cannot prove this fact. I have no way to prove this, but I am ninety percent confident I was your thousand subscriber. <laughs> Well, it was close enough that we, I'm pretty sure we can just say you were. All right, I'm going to take the title. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it just the random how the world works. I was sitting down at my desk one day and, and scrolling through looking for something, and I seen, uh, I forgot what your thumbnail was, but it, it was something with concrete pumping, and I seen you had 999 subscribers, so I went on there and subscribed, and I typed congratulations. Don't think I even watched your video, to be honest. With you. <laughs> I just, I just, just wanted, hit it. I just hit it, and then you, uh, you replied back to me or something, and I thought, uh, I think it was a couple, maybe, maybe a week or two later, you actually pump posted a video of pouring the floor inside an ICF structure. Right. And it was Nadura because I know. And I was block. like, what the hell's Nadura? Yeah. <laughs> I know what ICF so is. So I think that's the first video I actually watched, and then I got to watching a few more, and then uh, we got to talking, and it's just crazy how it, it all all works out. I mean, and, and thing is, I, I've been doing it for 13 years. We, we put a camera on us, and I'm seeing stuff I've never seen before yeah. happen. Yep. You know, I pull out to a job site that's got four trucks stuck. Now they're wanting me to pull my truck in and pump all these trucks that are stuck. And I'm 8,000 pounds lighter yeah. than they are. Not enough to make a difference. And then, you know, and the next thing you know, Bill puts the camera up on an outrigger leg to go back trucks up and pump. And it's it's in a part that I would have edited completely out because it's just looking out the wide up, up yeah. the road at nothing. And the next thing you know, there's a concrete truck backing up, and it slides off the side of the road. I mean, that, What's the, the dumb luck. Yeah. I mean, he, you know, that's an angle that we you would never ever use the yeah. way that camera was and, and the fact that he even kept the camera rolling, you know, didn't right. hit the button off. You know, and, and honestly, I mean, Bill, I mean, for the amount of subscribers we have, he's responsible for a lot of them. Yep. You know, because that day with that truck coming over and turning over, we call lighting in a jar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's a moment you're going to... That was our big... That was our big yeah, it's deal. a moment that you... May, it's a once-in-a-lifetime moment to capture. It, it was. Yep. And, and I hope it never happens again. But we caught it. Right. You know, and that's just one of those deals that... How lucky was that? It's a little bit of vindication back to the batch plant. <laughs> <laughs> I have great relationships with my batch plant, if you can't tell. And, and, and I tell you, and I, and I talked to a guy the other day, and I do. I text a lot of them. Or call them and tell you, you know what, that job pumped great. Yep. Thank you. Because I know they don't hear that. No. You know, I, I, I'm i willing to bet you probably haven't called them and said, man, that job worked great. Thank you, guys. I mean, you, you probably had to have I a would if I had to, one. Go think it went well. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> but you damn sure called them if it went bad. See, if the, they're uh, late the, or whatever. The main, uh, the batch plant operator is my wife's uncle. Oh. And um, he, uh, we, we never get concrete on time. So one year for Christmas, I got him a watch. 
<laughs> With a fresh battery. I did. <laughs> it didn't help. No. No, no, no. <laughs> but, you know, people don't they don't compliment them when they need to be complimented. Yeah. And, and, and more times than not, they need to be complimented. Yeah, and, and uh, in all seriousness, yes, we've, you know, like one, one batch plant, they've got some, uh, I pour mostly walls. They have some awesome, their ICF mixes bar none over, you know, any of their competitors around yeah. there. The other batch plant has better flat mix. Flat, you right. know, flat work mix. And, and you're going to be extra trial in the finishing. And, yeah, the characteristics of concrete are just so vast. I and, mean, it, and you wouldn't think that. I mean, bash designs are created by engineers. Most everybody has a lot of the same bash designs. Right. But when you start adding the materials, the top of sands, the top of rocks, even the top of cements, there, right. are, there are a different couple types there. Yep. It just changes the whole dynamics. Yep. So. Well, Jeff, I think we'll uh, get ready to wrap this up. I guess what would be uh, in closing um, any any highlights from YouTube, any um, any advice for somebody who wants to get into YouTube or in the business or pumping in general? Or well, I, I try to stay away from the advice on the pumping in general because it's it's really wide open. Right. I mean, I, you just you have to fit yourself to what the situation is. Uh, as far as YouTube goes, to creating a channel and doing that, uh, patience. Yep. That's that's a yeah. Big that's one. that's a that's a big one. Uh, we we did a podcast on this. Uh, I think it's up already. And uh, my take on it is, if you're going to do YouTube, you need to do it for a year to find out for sure if it's going to be be successful or not. The the chances of you being an overnight success are probably slim to none. It, it happens, but right. just don't expect it. And honestly, I don't think you want it to happen because that's not good uh, long-term exponential growth for the channel. Well, and, and, and like I said, a lot of these guys, you know, Johnny, there's a guy in New Zealand, Lindsey Harper. There's these guys that have been with me since day one, essentially. Right. And they comment almost every video. And, you know, they're right there with me. So... All right. Well, good deal. You know, um, sitting here today, you're just a, a few short from ten thousand. So hopefully, by the time this podcast, a little boost. Hopefully, by the time this podcast come out, you're somewhere <laughs> around fifteen thousand. So uh, yeah. that'd be absolutely awesome. I just want uh, uh, thanks for having us down. We're having a blast down here. Uh, it, you know, and it, it, because of YouTube, y'all are here. Yep. And because of our fan base, y'all are here. Yep. So, but uh, we appreciate it and. Uh, yeah, thanks for everything. Maybe uh, if you guys want to, want us to cover something else, I'm sure we'll be together again at some point. So I hope so. I hope um, so. We appreciate it, Jeff. Well, thank you. And, guys, we shall uh, catch you on the next one. Thanks for listening.